The United States' relationship with China is complex and critically important to America's future. Every day, Americans are inundated with news that describes, dissects, and analyzes the many facets of this historic relationship. For the most part, the coverage is unsettling and tinged with no small trace of alarmism. Americans are clearly worried about China's rise, and much of that worry focuses on economic and trade issues. The concerns are many. Does China own too much of America's debt? Is the gaping trade deficit with China sustainable? Do China's currency policies give its products an unfair advantage in the marketplace? Underlying these and a host of other concerns is a nagging question. Will China, now the second largest economy in the world after the United States, someday be number one? Or, to put it more bluntly, does China's rise inevitably mean America's downfall? And will the 21st century become the Chinese century? I've asked the same questions. But as a historian, my primary interest is what America's relationship with China was like in the past. That is why every time I heard or read news stories about America and China, it occurred to me that, given the intense focus on the evolving ties between these two countries, it might be revealing to explore the origins of their relationship. Therein lay the genesis of this book, whose goal is to tell the story of how America and China first met and what their relationship was like in the beginning. As it turns out, the story revolves mostly around trade, for that was the primary medium through which America and China came to know each other. Determining where to begin this story was simple, because America's first direct encounter with China came on the heels of the American Revolution, when the American ship, the Empress of China, sailed to Canton, Guangzhou. Figuring out the appropriate place to conclude the story, however, proved problematic, since the China trade, as it has been colloquially called, continues to this day, and there is no historical marker that clearly signifies, here is the end of the beginning. But as the narrative wended its way through the course of Sino-American history, there appeared a transition that proved to be a good point at which to bring my story to a close, and that was in the late 1860s, when the China trade lost much of the drama and tragedy that had characterized it in earlier years, and its very nature shifted with the rise of steamship travel and the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad.